This is Dave and Chuck the Freak's Tasty Bits Podcast. Every year they put out a list of uh, vanity plates that people have requested that they've had to deny. Because, you know, people try and push the boundaries and get all sorts of things passed. Uh, This year, uh, in Ohio alone, they denied over a thousand plates that were deemed too risque for the road. Here are some of the ones they shared. I'm sure there's filthier ones they didn't share. I'll sure. say that. Uh, nutsack with a Z. Nutsack. <laughs> Come on, why can't you have that? <laughs> it's just a guy named Zach who's nuts. Yeah, he's this crazy Zach. Yeah. You know? Nutsack. Uh, denied. Boob 33. I don't know what that know the significance that of that uh, is. It's like a booby. Is it just that the uh, threes probably. look like boobs when you oh, put them beside you? Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's very, right. Yeah. yeah. That's so creative. It's like man. boob. Yeah. More boobs. Yeah. yeah. A turd pro was turned down. Uh, <laughs> I was heartbroken. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know you were. I know you were. <laughs> I'm like, I hope to get that Ohio license uh, plate. I, I submitted all my credentials yep. to, to prove that I am in fact a turd pro. Yes. They said no. Turns out it's like a gastroenterologist or something. Can you imagine if it was like a doctor with a sense of humor? Yeah. Who mm-hmm. specializes in. I think they do. I think doctors uh, do have. They uh, got a lot of those vanity plates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's one that. Would for you? Sure. Okay. Would you go get a colonoscopy from a guy with the license plate Turd Pro? Mm. He's, he's got to be the, the best. I think so. I think he's he's cocky. confident. Yeah, I'm yep. at least he's confident. <laughs> if I see turd pros BMW, I'm like, mm, gotta go. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't decided yet in life whether or not I like jokey doctors or not. Yeah, it's it's a weird. Because sometimes I like like it because it, it like takes your anxiety of being at the doctor's office away. But then yeah. other times you're like, now is not the time for jokes. Well, that's yeah. it. You know? Like yeah. you hear all those guys. And honestly, we we get a bunch of emails from guys that are getting like um, you know prostate exams, and the doctor makes a joke, mm-hmm. and they legitimately like you make you know the old that's not my hand, whatever. Right, right, yes, right. I, I don't it's... know if I was in that situation if I'd be like, huh, or. Excuse me? I think it's fine to make the occasional joke. It's just not... But once something serious... Oh. Like, it can't be jokey like times. Like, if you feel something in there. Right. Or... But also, if you're just joking, 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 and then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I'm well going to have to get that looked at because I don't know exactly... Like, you go... That's the problem. Right. If you're oh, jokester yeah. all the time and then all of a sudden you're, you're, you're serious, serious out, all of a sudden... Scary. I'm like, wait a second. You know, like, what's going on? Yeah. yeah. But I under, I can understand a guy who's about to put his fist in you. <laughs> fist? <laughs> Jesus, that, where do you go? Um, I mean, you gotta break the ice somehow, right? Exactly. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Fister! Yeah, you know? You gotta, you gotta break you the You gotta ice. do something. I'm going to fist you. <laughs> Oh my God! You don't want yeah. to hear that. No, you don't. No, no you sure like, don't. Where's the fist gonna this. go? Yeah, you know I. Gonna. I don't know. I guess I just prefer professional all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. just. I mean, I do like. I like being able, like, in certain situations, like that. I have a. I have a jokey doctor, but I. I. Uh, I don't know. Like sometimes I'm like, be serious, man. But listen, like I've I've had doctors for different heart stuff and other things, and I've had people that have worked underneath them. Say like, hey, no, get go, different guy. I'm like, and I'm like, oh, interesting. Why? It's just terrible bens- bedside manner, like just breaking news to people in like terrible ways, and just mm-hmm. like uh, 
com- compassionless on some. I, I, I need a doctor to have at least some compassion. Yeah. Oh, they oh, can't absolutely. have it. I don't just, want heartless. But I understand doing what you do. Some people, ju- that's how they handle it. You yeah, know? they know. Yeah. They, know if they just. N- the psychology of being a doctor has got to be insane. Like how you deal with every day having to tell somebody probably right. stuff like yeah. that. Like yeah. your loved one just died. Because to else. us they seem heartless, but to them they probably have to detach themselves. That's what I mean. Yeah. Right? So it's like, it's in order a, to deal mentally right. with that day to day. And that's like the third family they probably have had to say something like that too. Yes. And right. That's so got to take a toll. Because yeah. you might be very, very good at your do- job as a doctor, but you may not be very good at dealing with life. Yeah, there's a lot of that, right? Like, so to use that part of your brain that makes you good at being a doctor and being yeah. able to retain all that information and being that organized and yeah. everything, you might lose on the other side where you have like your your sense of humor, your compassion, the yep. other parts of humanity. I didn't yep. even tell you guys about this. I completely forgot. But before the holidays, I had a physical. Okay, and I had a female doctor. So the place I go. <laughs> It's if the guy's not around, you can get one of his associates. Oh, okay. Right. And so they called me and they said, hey, we found out he's going to be in surgery. Do you still want to come in? And I just wanted to get it over with. I'm like, sure. I didn't know until I got there it would be a female doctor. Not that that's a big deal. Right. But I was like, oh, OK. She was incredibly thorough, which is great. Not bad. Not bad. Which is great. But she liked what you saw. You guys remember <laughs> this is embarrassing, but. Several years ago, I had an issue with my testicles where there was yes. like a, a vein or something that was kind of twisted a bit. That was a long time ago. A long time ago. Yeah, yeah. better check it out, though, Lee. She says that can reoccur. And she went through my whole history and like, let's do an exam just to make sure that everything's good. Sure. And I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, yep. every nook and cranny of Dave Hunter. I wasn't prepared for a uh, general Radio exam host. today, but... Um, oh, the pubes, were in, the pubes were in, huh? No, no, I was okay. Uh, but I just wasn't like... You know, mentally, I wasn't expecting it. But it weird, because that's the time we're in, she had to call another guy into the room to witness Don't you it. you go to, like, a specialist for that? No. I mean, I wouldn't think that that would be in a physical. No, like, I no, I, I, I have mine today, and I have, I pretty much know I'm going to have my balls my, When my husband goes to the doctor, like, none of this stuff happens. I don't know what you guys do. For a regular, but he, like just a, trust me, it doesn't physical? happen. Oh, yearly physical, they always yearly check physical your nuts. Yearly physical, they yeah. check yeah. your nuts. Yeah. They're always they I learned that the hard way because I went in without my pubes trimmed once, and the doctor's yeah. like, drop your drawers, you got to do the testicle check. And I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. I wish I would have known that was happening. I would have given you a trim-up job. Yeah. Is anyone else out there that can back me up on this? Because the, the doctor that we go to doesn't doesn't do that. that I get it. It's I mean, he like, does, he does blood work. He does like checks all the the stuff. He sends yeah. him to where he needs to go. But here's the thing: I mean, like, I don't. I have stuff going on though. So and with your like balls? Well, not necessarily with my balls, but <laughs> just what I do with them. I go, yeah. I mean, I've got that stuff going on, but like I have to go to the doctor every six months. Right, I know so, you have a special condition, though. But that's what I mean. But once but, a year in that, and me, part of it she is said my she nuts. Was following up but because it you, can reoccur. Like you sh- should go to a specialist for something like that. I would think. I don't think so. I think it's just if she thought, oh, there's an issue, I'm going to send you to a specialist. She was just checking to make sure it hadn't reoccurred. Well, especially mm. depending on where you're like going. over a decade ago. Mm. No, but they continually <laughs> check, and I guess oh. it can redevelop. But did they yeah. check last year? For no. me? Yeah. No. That's what I'm saying. It's weird. 
but anyways, the, the reason I bring it up is that she had to bring a guy into the room. That's weird. To be the weird. Because of the, 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 the Me weird. Too stuff, I guess, right? And yeah. you can't be alone in the room. Yeah, you're checking some guy's balls. Right? Yeah, so now you got double <laughs> witnesses of yeah, your stuff. Like, it just was so, what do you do, right? My junk's out. I'm like, all right, everyone, come on in. Party time. Hey, you're Dave Hunter. Yeah, hey, look, there's my wiener. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's Just, awful. It yeah. was. And especially when you're not prepared for it. I wasn't prepared, and I probably would have been like, you know what, I'll hold off. Yeah. But it just all happened so fast. It's so hard in that I'm position. Like, you're like, okay. uh... You don't want to be the weirdo that's like, no, you can't touch my balls. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, I, don't I get know. it. I get it. It's a weird position to I, be in. I think what I would have done is, like, if I say today, so I'm supposed to go today... Like, if all of a sudden they called me and they were like, hey, your doctor is um, in surgery, I'd like, see you in three months, like, rebook it. Like, I only need the one person. I think Lenny has the only non-ball-touching doctor, Lisa, really? according yeah. to all these texts. Your husband isn't telling you, I promise his balls get fondled. No, he tells me everything. He go, then, he's been to a special doctor for the, all of that stuff. Right. Uh, every physical, my doctor checks my testicles for abnormal lumps or hernias. Huh. They always do. Last hmm. physical, female doctor, she did the test for me. Um, two sons and a husband. They always get their nuts checked at their physicals. Mm. Yeah, when I get yeah. a like whole physical, they do. Mm-hmm. Like last time, I hadn't. Maybe he's not getting a full physical. My wiener out in a doctor's office. It was crazy because I had just put him away, and like I'm like getting my pants back up like a whore. <laughs> and they're like, no. And then like this hot nurse like opens the door while like I'm like get, it looks like me and the doctor just finished having sex together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't give a damn, right? Mm-hmm. And to them, no. that's just what they do. For us, it's the awkward thing. Yeah. You know, we're not in that yeah. position every day. But for them, they're in that position every day. It's nothing. It's just but, hard to separate the like hot nurse. Like, you know what I mean? Oh. Like, I can't look at a hot nurse and be like, you're just a nurse. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Right. Yes. Right. No, and it, I just need the my one doctor. In fact... So my doctor left the old place that he went to, and like now today I'm going to the like I, I follow him. Where are you going? Okay. Where? Oh, you're moving. Me too. I need to find a new doctor because I want the same guy. My guy has just been unavailable, uh, right? Yeah. I think he's kind of yeah. farmed out his practice now yeah. to associates. I want the same guy every time. Yeah, that's what I you get. You end up explaining good. things to people over and mm-hmm. over again, and I just want to go to a good doctor and go to the same one all the time. So i got to find that now. That's yeah. on my list of things to do. It's this hard year. to find a good doctor. It's weird. Well, like, that's just I, I found one I like and was like, it was a real good. Yeah. I've been with the same one for years, but I don't have a lot of, too, you know. I have special, you go to specialists, and I have my right. main doctor. Right. Does I don't blood. keep up on my stuff. I don't do the regular things you're supposed to. I don't do, do a yearly physical usually. I do. Yeah. I'm on top of that now. I, I wasn't for years, and then I realized, what are you doing? But now it's like, I'm like, I got problems. <laughs> my yeah. back hurts today. Yeah, maybe my husband's isn't like a fish, an official physical. I don't really know. He gets blood work done. So I do everything. I do twice. EKG, yeah. you know? they do blood, EKG, urine, yeah. and they do yeah. hernia. They do like everything, top mm. to bottom. Yeah. And I go, and because I go twice, one of them will be this yearly physical where I get the terrible stuff. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is all that other jazz where I'm getting blood work. They might lay me down, do EKG and all that stuff. But they're not doing like the um, finger thing anymore. They don't do that anymore. you guys are good there. Yeah, 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 because, yeah, it's, um, because now they can tell through your blood. Right. Basically... 
pretty at a at a pretty high percentage or whatever until you're a certain age, I think, and then once you get to a certain age, they might start. And a lot of people are saying it is now standard procedure. If the doctor is the opposite sex of you, they have to have someone else in the room. Yeah. So if Lisa was going to a male doctor, a female would have to be present, and vice versa. Yeah. If you're being examined. I don't like that rule. I don't either. I'd be like, it was very. If he fondles me, fondles me. Another set up. At my main doctor, my privates are never. I'm never. No, no privates at my main doctor. (laughs) It's like I got a special. My special doctor for the privates. (laughs) I know when I'm going. What's going on? I know I have a relationship. It's got. This is what's happening. That's true. But I understand you guys have like a private doctor. We don't. We don't have like like a private doctor. So a female, um, or sorry, a male gynecologist. Would, would have, have to call to have a woman in a every woman, single yeah. time. Well, wow, that's crazy because a lot of girls have a male gynecologist. A male gynecologist. So they'd have to have a, phys- a, a female nurse with them. At that's every- crazy. Yeah. I've had a, fe- I have a female, but. Yeah. And, uh, it was just a really odd day. I remember walking so out of there and being like, you wow. Didn't tell us that until I know. I, c- I tried to block it out in my memory. It just came back. Mm. Because I, one, wasn't expecting you know a thorough nut examination, and two, yeah. was not expecting two people. To see my junk that day, but just put on a show, Dave. It's yep. okay. Yeah, Surprise. that's true. Whatever. It's just a penis. Uh, Daniel, Huge one. hi, Daniel. How you doing, man? Hey. Biggest they've seen. Okay, hey, I'm doing good. Good morning, guys. Good morning. You wanted to uh, chime in on this? That's flaccid. Yeah. So I'm a I'm a new dad um, as of recently, and um, so we went to uh, my wife's eight week appointment. She went to the OB doctor, and this was all new for me. I've never done this before. So she's laying on the table. And a female doctor comes in, she's young, she's in her 30s, and she starts examining my wife, and she yells out real loud. She goes, oh, my God. And, and of course, we're like, well, well, uh, you know, we're thinking the worst. We're like, you're looking down there, and you said that. And she goes, you have the biggest, like, cervical polyp, like, I've ever seen. And we're like, so what does that mean? What, what And, like, why? And she's like, she looks over to me, and she says, um, can you feel that when you're having fun with her? And I'm just like, who who says this? Like, who says stuff oh, yeah, like that's, that? That's wild. Yeah, I, I was I was in. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know what to say. I was speechless because I'm like, so is this bad? Is this good? And and then she goes, um, we can take it out, but if I take it out, like, can I can I have somebody come in and look at it? I've never seen anything like this, and I just I it wasn't in like a mean way. It was just. I don't know, man. I've never. It was one of those weird situations with the doctor that, like you guys were saying, you don't you don't know what to do because you're you're caught so off guard. It was wild. How well, did your wife feel about it? <laughs> uh, well, she she didn't know whether she should cry or laugh about it. She was kind of in between because you know she didn't know what it was, and once we found out, it was kind of like a benign type yeah. thing, like a cyst. Um, it was fine, and they and they took it out. But of course, you know, newly pregnant. And we hear a doctor yell out, oh, my God. And then we didn't know what was going oh, she on. She didn't handle so, that then, well. She's no. just been like, this is no. just a cervical and, polyp and, and, we and we'll take it like, out. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I felt like there was an easier way to, yeah. to break the ice. But I guess for them, like, they just, you know, they talk like that all the time. So it's nothing. But for us, it was wild. But it was very awkward. It was yeah, truly it one of the like most that. awkward moments of my life. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but see, and that's where I would be nervous as a doctor to be jokey. Because the wrong person hears that and they file a complaint, yeah. right? Yeah. Sure. The doctor was inappropriate with my wife. or yeah. You know, see, just for your own good, I wouldn't joke around. It's just weird. It's just an they, awkward thing. They, they don't look at stuff the same like that. They're like, no. oh, my God, that's one for the books. Yeah, you know, yeah, they're not like that's connected to a person that's got emotions, right? Right. Uh, 
this guy said my wife has a male urologist or gynecologist, sorry. Um, and even though I was in the room, he still had to call in a female. Yeah, they have their assistants oh. or whatever. And uh, someone texted in their gynecologist is Dr. Coochie. Oh, yeah, he always comes up. <laughs> he always okay. comes up. Every time there's Dr. Coochie. You have to be a gynecologist if you're... Yeah, you have one job. Dr. Coochie. What, yep. what part of medicine are you going into? Well, of course, <laughs> you know. My old doctor was Seymour Wiener. Oh, no. Yeah. But it was pronounced oh. Weiner. Weiner. True story, yep. Yeah. That's right. Then he retired. I was like, oh, man, no, I just got a regular old plain doctor name. Yeah. Um, other, by the way, we started talking about this because of inappropriate license plates. Yeah, how we got here? Um, doctors. Doctors, my ball check. But it okay. was um, Turd Pro. Yeah, yeah. Turd Pro gets doctor. Yeah. How we got poop doctor. Like reverse yeah. connecting the dots. How did we get here? I know. Mm. Turd Pro. Um, it's hard. By the way, a doctor called in and said everyone needs a chaperone now, even if it's dude, dude. <clears throat> so no, that ain't happening. The rules have changed, I guess, recently. So if your male doctor has to check you in your genitals, he has to have. I'm start charging uh, admission. You want to check my genitals? That's you crazy. Call I'm the whole not staff? Gonna, I'll be like, dude, no. Yeah, I'll be like, listen, if you go down, they on just me, can't risk fine. some sort of inappropriate <laughs> touching lawsuit. Or uh, well, I that's guess. just it. Yeah, when that that would yeah. be. It. That's crazy. When I have my exam, there's always somebody else in the room. <laughs> I guess we're I just, just not used to it. As I, well. I'm like, you just look away. We'll go over there. Mm. Don't look. You know, that's whatever. Because they what have. It is. To, and the craziest part is, it's not like you can turn your back to them. Yeah, they have to witness the yeah, person doing yeah. a just a thorough exam and not jerking you off. They look so uncomfortable. Well, and, and it's uncomfortable for everybody. Else. <laughs> yeah, right. Even the female doctor. She was a younger. Like she was probably in her oh, late twenties. So yeah. All of this was like Jesus on earth. Can we just get check these balls and move on? Yeah, I think my doctor's office is like a place where interns go to train. So mm-hmm. I'm constantly being like, not just a, I don't want everybody looking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not, mine's not for training. Listen, this is a, a private event. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Someone from a Florida medical clinic says, "Yeah, our new policy is if your balls have to be groped, it's got to turn into a threesome." Well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, if you haven't That's had an exam, to to. if you haven't had an exam in a while, keep that in mind. There's going to be other people in the room with you. That's it, what got me off guard. I just assumed because she was female that she was calling in a guy. Yeah, right. And I thought even for her own comfort, because I'm sure some men would be inappropriate <clears throat> with a woman fondling them, like jerks, yeah. a holes, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess there is that part of it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, line, go ahead. Uh, just a weird day. Eric in Boston. <laughs> That's so horrible. Yeah. Hi, Eric. How are Can't you? Wait for you to touch it. Hi, guys. How are you guys doing? Doing okay, man. What's your comment? Uh, so there was one morning I had to go to the ER for testicular pain. Didn't know what it was. I'm laying in the ER room, and the doctor comes in, and he walks in with two very good-looking nurses in training, and he says... We need to look at what's going on. So I'm holding my junk right in my hand, and one of them comes over next to him, and she's like, hold on, I need to take a, a closer look at this. And I'm just stand, sitting there, you know, with my junk in my hand, like, what am I supposed to do? It was a very awkward moment in my life. I'll tell you right now that if I'm ever in a scenario and, like, three or four people come in and they're like, we have to... Uh, stare at your junk. I'm like, okay, well, there's a rule. There's something else that has to happen. Anything I could possibly have to have done, we're doing right now. 
like with everyone here. It's time for my vasectomy. It's time for like I'm like there's too many people that are seeing this. I want everything done. What right. else could I possibly need done down here? Don't make several visits like that. Right. Yeah. Let's get it all taken get care of. Get it all done. And several people are saying that you can refuse. Hmm. Like if you're not oh, you comfortable, can. you can say I'd I prefer to do a self check or See, I'd there you go. A just say that. Yeah. It's, oh, that's perfect. See a specialist. Say thank you. Yeah. Uh, James is in Tampa. Good morning. What's your comment, James? Uh, so I went to the, uh, it's not about, you know, getting your boys checked out. It's a little hemorrhoid situation. Oh, I yeah. got, uh, yep. I got, uh, I had a hemorrhoid about the size of a golf ball, probably a little bit bigger one time. Man, I ended up going to the emergency room for it. And, uh, first doctor checks me out and he called somebody else in there, checked me out. And by the end of it, I had six, no exaggeration, six people in there looking at my hemorrhoid while it, I'm in there with my butt in the air and everything yeah. just dangling. Oh, my God, James. <laughs> but, but, James, laugh, that's but, horrible. But here's but the thing, right? Like, if you show up with something that is out of the ordinary. super abnormal, like a golf ball size hemorrhoid, Oof. is a, it's, oh, yeah, it that's rough, wild. Yeah. So they have to be like, listen, I'm sorry. I know that this sucks for you, but... No one in this whole oh, building no. has seen it. What did they oh, end up we, doing? We all had a good laugh. I, I asked who was taking me out for dinner when we were there. <laughs> uh, yeah. What did they end up doing for you and your golf ball? Lance. Yeah, you you got to own it. You got to own every situation you're in, man. Just, did they uh, chop that thing off or uh, what did they do? No, no, they gave me uh, this uh, the cream with a little pusher on the end of it. I'm supposed to show <laughs> I was supposed to shove it up there and, and push yeah. it back in there myself. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I, yeah. I, I still, to this day, I, I hope I don't have her. Have to I know, me too. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't either. I set I'm up. always like, please, dear God, uh, don't ever. I don't understand <laughs> the whole set of hemorrhoids. It's like some kind of vein that pops mm, out of your yeah. ass. I... <laughs> I, the the last, it's coming for I, I you all. Just, it's coming for you all. I know. I know. Chuck has unfortunately had to deal with it's it. Coming for you. I all. haven't, no, and I don't not. ever. I don't <laughs> yeah, ever maybe want to. I am so <laughs> conscious of not. It's so weird. I never push. It's from like, well, as long as you don't do that. Crazy. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> also, don't sure. don't linger around too long. You said, you said and I don't. Long. So that's my things. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't linger and I don't push. You yeah. live in hemorrhoid fear. I do because I've seen my dad suffered and oh, seemed to have oh. the worst pain. Mm. So I'm always heard about him on here, and it's like I do yeah. not want that. But I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I seem to have taken some rough deuces. Yeah. The thing is, too, you guys have probably had them and not even realized it because most of them are a inside and most of them are super small well, like you don't even realize you got your colonoscopy they would have told you i think mm. yeah oh maybe right yeah they didn't mention just for one of them any. to be the size of a golf ball like how does that happen no, like no. imagine that's that. just like, <laughs> a, like how uncomfortable would that be so what it is is and it's a vein right yeah he's burst a vein and then but the blood just kept pumping in Oh. So it's just pumping in and pumping in, and he's got like a golf ball size of Doesn't like old to blood. Pop? Does it? Pop? Well, I think that. Well, I was surprised they did not lance it, right? but I think most of them don't. They just go away. Hmm. Your body they, takes they, care they of them. Lansom. I don't. I, I assumed. Dude. Didn't they strangle? Didn't some guy call in saying that they, they basically strangled it to death? Like, well, they, oh yeah, the like way that they would do like a skin tag. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, uh, God. Dylan, your body basically <laughs> is doing that's that horrible. anyway. Yeah. Hi, Dylan. Hi. Uh, yeah, so I'm going for a physical for the first time in six years, Ooh. and you guys got me terrified. No, 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 I know. I'm about no, to cancel no, my appointment. Just too. say you it's don't okay. want the ball exam or whatever. You'll be fine. All right. And the second thing is, Dave, now, um, how was it when the nurse had to lift up your hammer to see your boys? All right, that's enough. <laughs> it was right. it was hard. He they had to call called, in help. Called just about so big and heavy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Zach is with us next. Hi, Zach. Two people had to lift his hammer. Zach. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Go ahead. Um, I was at the doctor getting a regular physical, and I had a inguinal hernia that I didn't know about, which is above your kind of above the junk. Okay. And the guy was the guy was feeling it and he was kneeling down on the ground pushing kind of on my you know my my area and uh he said okay now push down and I thought he meant put my weight into his body so I leaned kind of <laughs> like Michael Jackson all the way down so the guy was kneeling down on the ground holding me up by my balls pretty much and uh what? eventually he had to say no 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 I mean, like you're like flex your abs, and I said, "Oh my god!" And you know, luckily I never went back. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's a new doctor that after that. Yeah, yeah, you can't. yeah. No, yeah, you'll can't. never see. If a man's been holding you up by your balls, you can never see him again. If there's, <laughs> if there's any kind of question about what the command is. Ask another Double, qu- yeah. d- Just ask a question. Double Be check. Like, Excuse me, you said push down. In wh- what? Do what you do you mean? It's another thing I don't want. His hernias. Yeah. Deal with them. Well, yeah, that's so honestly much. that's what the ball thing for me is. That's what they're always checking. I don't want kidney stones. I don't want yeah, hernia. So I things. don't want hemorrhoids. Yeah. So many. Those are like three things I learned. I don't want from my dad. Like like three things I learned because he's adamant. Just those are things he t- he's been shot. You know. Yeah. And for him yeah. to talk about kidney stones more than getting yeah. shot. It's true. Really right, if that made more of an impression on him. <laughs> it did. I just, for me, it was an old guy that we worked with oh, who yeah. we heard try to pass one oh, at the urinal, and yeah. it was sounded like the worst pain you've ever had in your life. No, so like, I'm like, I got to drink water for the rest of my life every day, a lot of it. I was in the stall, and he came in. I know I've told this story a million times, but uh, honestly, the way that this man was reacting, I thought someone, it's like someone gave him the worst news he's ever heard in his life. And then he went to the urinal and he was sobbing about like, that's where my, that's where my brain went. I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, what has happened in his life? It was a whale. Yeah. I was was like, what has happened in his life that, that he has been told something absolutely terrible. This is terrible. Like, I feel so bad for this guy right now. I do not know what they just told him. I'm like, did he get fired? Like, what is what has happened? And then I found out later. Now the guy's trying to pass kidney stones. And he I'm like, did he did pass one at work in the urinal? Oh yeah, my god! Yeah. That's well, and I'm telling you, it was like, like someone is in there, and they've just been told their mother and father both died at the same time. Yeah. Like that's how <laughs> that's how terrible <laughs> reaction this guy was having. Oh, both of your parents. Just yeah. Died. Oh, hey, let's just let you know. That's awful. Parents are dead. <laughs> That's Jesus. Yeah, no, it is. Um, it's just been a fear ever since then. Yeah. My dad gave me the hemorrhoid fear. That yeah. guy gave me the kidney stone fear. And um, what's the other one? Hemorrhoids. 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 Yeah, yeah the less hemorrhoids. No, kidney hemorrhoids, stone. kidney stone, and what was the other? Hernia? 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 Yeah. 
hernia? Might well, well I know hernias can like flip your belly button out. You ever yeah. see people with that? Yeah. A flip like it, it like. Yeah, it can come all out. Yeah, it makes your belly like flat. Okay. This guy said, "I'm a roofer. I've had my share of pains." Ask one of my shop people. Everyone thought I was going to die when I had to pass a kidney stone. It was the worst pain ever. Just, okay, do everyone a favor, I guess. I mean, I know it's, you don't want to have to, but if you're going to share a bathroom with people, you should be telling, at least say, damn you, kidney stone, during your oh, so people know wailing. Yeah, so people don't call 911. I, was, or- I felt... So bad for this man. Yeah, you thought yeah. a man's family had been murdered. Yes, <laughs> that's what it sounded like. <laughs> I believe his family has been murdered. Yeah, I don't know what that guy's going murder. through, man. <laughs> no, it wasn't good. No. Anyway, back to license, license plates. plates that were denied. Turd pro doctor onto this. Yeah. Uh, drug dealer was turned down. That's not. Yeah. The, they're not a great drug dealer. If that's <laughs> no, they're not. Plate. Nope. D-R-U-G space D-L-R. Denied. Yeah. Uh, slut bus. That was also... <laughs> That's a sweet That's a name one. for a bus. Or a minivan. Yeah. <laughs> 2020 F-U. That was denied. They should have let that... They, they should have allowed it. Uh, too effing slow. They denied Lisa's request for oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People to know they were too effing slow. Um, oh. <laughs> I pee a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird True. one. I pee a lot. I yeah. pee a lot. Yeah. That could have been mine, too. It could have, yeah. <laughs> uh, this one. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was a whim. <laughs> just decided I wanted to share <laughs> something super personal with everyone. Personalized license plate. Lisa say, I pee a lot. Yeah, I don't know what came over me. I just uh, was like, God, what really is me? I know what I do. She's well, part of her hydration. She tells yeah. us. She tells us every time Always we hydrate. fly. You got to say, I got to pee. I got to have the aisle seat. What an incredible thing. got to hydrate. If you got that license plate and then just never said anything about it. You just, like, just did talk the regular lease a lot. And you're like, well, you got this IP a lot. License plate. And don't ever say anything about it. <laughs> you see it. Yeah, I'm like... Is anybody going to talk about Lisa's license plate? No, man, I'm not talking about that. Who can bring that? I can't bring that up. I know it does. She's talking about peeing. She does. I do. She does. Yeah, she does. She tells us, too. Yes, I got to pee a lot. I need the aisle seat on the plane, so. I'm always waiting. Yeah. She never says anything about it. (laughs) That one struck me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, f bombs. Someone tried to get f bombs on their license plate. That was denied. And uh, also, this is uh, I think James tried to get bend over. It was also denied. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're real, real strict there. They won't yeah. let anything cool go through. I know. I know. So that's the uh, and they they said they didn't share some of the worst requests. So oh, I'm sure. Ones. Well, I'm sure some people would just fill them out with the most filthy thing you can. So you can't imagine what they were trying. Yeah. I can come up with a couple of ideas just based you have some on. Ideas. Well, just you know what people would. Oh, I know what, what I would do. Have, yeah. I know exactly what I would do. I would go to my son and I would be like, "Okay, listen, I need something super dirty that no one anywhere close to my age has any idea what it means." And he'd have like five or six different terms that they use that I have no idea. Hmm. It's like that's what you do. You got to find like the up and coming 
slang terms for stuff. This is kind of funny. Someone said, I just saw a Michigan State Police blue charger yes. with the license plate, not a cop. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is funny, actually. Yeah, thank you for the heads up. Yeah, I hope it funny. is not Oof, a cop. Not a cop. No, but I'm, it's probably a cop. Oh, yeah. Right? But yeah. they're like... But they're oh. the one of the ones that park at the side to pull you over for speeding. That's like the latest thing, right? Like, cops are funny now. Like, I watch their Twitters and stuff. And yeah. The police departments. And some of them have a sense of humor, which is odd. They've realized they got to lighten things up. Yeah, yeah they, they do. Yeah. I guess make people people like people. them. Yeah, yeah, I guess there's yeah. that part of it. But. I think that's the PR, We had the ice cream PR bars thing. here. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see yeah. those guys every once in a while. Ice cream bar guys. They got to mm-hmm. connect with the people. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I, I think that's been a that whole aspect of it. Uh, kind of a nationwide order. <laughs> yeah. 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 Connect be with cool. people more. You know. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. Download Dave and Chuck the Freak's Tasty Bits podcast on iTunes or Google Play. The internet's still reeling from the sudden loss of Bob Saget. There's no new information today on the cause of death, but here's the latest on what people are talking about. Just the other day, Bob was on a podcast where he talks about the fact that he got COVID-19. He describes it as not good, and he jokes about which strain he may have had. He still sounds sick. Oh. He just had it? Yeah, he just had it. Apparently, it, the timeline's not clear. Because he was, he did a stand-up he the did. night before. So, so oh, I'm sure he was clear. probably past that, yeah. Yeah. but just maybe still having some symptoms or, like just, had, or just had a cold. But here's what he said about mm. it, which is kind of eerie. Not good. It does not feel good. I had it. I don't know if I had Delta or I, I might have had a combo. Maybe at one point they were working together. I don't know. I think <laughs> at one point Omicron was opening for Delta, but then Omicron got so big, Delta's opening now. I'm going to entertain that audience to the best of my ability for what's there, for whatever's there. So if it's half full, I, I go, wow, that's disappointing. And then all of a sudden, 200 more people show up because they decide at the last minute, what the hell? When are we going to see Bob? You know, he might die from COVID. Let's go see him. <laughs> he did sound bad, too. He did. Yeah. Like it could have been a cold or, you know, some nasal oh congestion God. or and something. You don't know. Like, that is crazy. Or maybe was, he thought it, he recovered and he hadn't fully. Who knows? It was the night before, too. Like, he pushed himself for two hours doing stand-up that night. So well, it's a lot too to be on the road and doing stand up, being sick, and then who yeah, knows what happens. Yeah, we um, have the nine one one call as well, and I guess as we alluded to earlier, if you're in the medical profession, you kind of disconnect yourself from what's going on because you have to in order to mentally get through it. But it just sounds real perky. This woman sounds real perky answering the call about uh, them finding a dead guy in a hotel. Nine one one. We have an unresponsive guest. In a room, my officer is telling me that he that there is no pulse and the uh, okay, non-responsive, not breathing. Yeah, not responsive, not breathing, and no pulse. Okay, stand the line for medical. One moment. Thank you. Okay, non-responsive, yeah. not breathing. She's just going through her. Yeah, that's it. You know, just her work, yeah. right? Just her work. Yeah. 
Um, they checked on him because he was supposed to check out that day, and he had not yet. Yeah, well, I knew when they said like four o'clock, they found him around four. I was like, oh, that must have been the cutoff where they were going in to clean the room. His family was unable to get a hold of him, and that's when they sent someone in. He was found on the bed. He was cold to the touch and clammy. There were no signs of trauma, foul play, or drug use. He had last used his key to enter the room at 2.17 a.m., they did find medication, all just basic stuff, ibuprofen, antacid, and antihistamine. The initial autopsy was completed yesterday, but the results are inconclusive and pending further investigation. So they say it could be 10 to 12 weeks mm. before they know for sure what killed him. So who knows what time he died, if he in his sleep. Or... Yeah. Yeah, it could have been shortly after he got back to the room. Yeah. Yep. And was just found that way. Uh, Jody Sweeten, Stephanie Tanner from Full House put out a really touching tribute. She called him the best TV dad ever. She also promised to tell an inappropriate joke at his funeral because that's what he would have wanted. Hmm. Uh, Bob reportedly talked to his wife, Kelly, on the day he died. He was apparently really excited that it was such a great show Saturday night. And as Lisa mentioned yesterday, his touring partner, uh, Mike Young, said that Bob seemed great before his death. Like there was nothing wrong with him. He said everyone was blindsided by the news. I mean, sometimes it just happens, right? Like, so, it's crazy. Sometimes it just, you just go. Yeah, it's just like um, extra odd with him because there's like, it didn't seem like any drug use. No. He didn't right. seem like he was in bad shape. Nope. Jimmy Kimmel got emotional talking about Bob Saget last night. I was going through emails with Bob and some of them were just funny, but some were very serious emails about life and the well-being of of our children and how hard it is to appreciate one of those without the other being just right. In one email, we're talking about our kids, and I have it here. He wrote, one night soon, let's go out and have some meat and some good damn drinks and talk about how lucky we are that we have them. We love you, Bob. Ever since Jimmy Kimmel had kids. Oh, he's the most emotional yeah. man. He's been I love for a while. He's, yeah, like, yeah. I've heard him cry a million times. Yeah. He cries all the time. It seems to be more so, though, he's very since open. he brought life into the world. Yeah. It can change you as a man, for sure, when you have well, a kid. But And his kid went through stuff, right? Yes. And yeah, that, yes. that, that was really, that really, Yeah. Yeah. And that got to him. No doubt. Uh, in other celebrity health news, turns out Betty White died from a stroke. A stroke she suffered six days before she passed. Oh. But his cause of death listed as uh, a stroke, according to her death certificate, a loss of blood flow to part of the brain resulting in brain tissue damage. Hmm. But they do say on the certificate that the stroke happened six days before her death. Hmm. This can be caused by blood clots or broken blood vessels in the brain. She passed away at her home on the final morning of 2021. Less than three weeks before she would have celebrated her 100th birthday. And one more quick note here. Uh, former porn star Jenna Jameson has lost her ability to walk. What? She's been diagnosed with Guillain-Barr syndrome and apparently is not doing well oh, awful. at all. Never heard of that. That's... She's um, she's not been great for a, for a while. Yeah, but... She's not with with Tito Ortiz still, right? That I don't know. That's her partner, Lior Bitten. Okay, yeah, that's not. 
This is a rare autoimmune disorder in which a person's own immune system damages the nerves, causing muscle weakness and sometimes paralysis. Symptoms can last from weeks to years. Most fully recover, but some have permanent nerve damage. Mm. Hopefully she she recovers, yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. That's a bummer. This is a I know. Yeah. Sorry. I just did the, the, the yeah. death and Strokes. injury update. Whew. It was all the fun just... of calling your grandma in one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one break. <laughs> hey, grandma. What's, what's going, going on? on? Oh, you know. Betty White had a yeah, Betty White had a stroke. Strain. Didn't have enough six blood in it. All the days to die. All the tissue to <laughs> Bob Saget. He was cold to the touch and probably laying naked on a bed for hours and hours. Jenna Jameson can't walk. Yeah. You know, one time she was a top porn star in the world. Gorgeous woman. Now, a paralyzed, chubby disaster. That's life. Uh, How are you feeling, Grandma? Uh, like I'm going to die any second. Everyone I know is dead. I heard um, you got that flesh-eating disease. Yeah, they chopped my leg off. Oh, no. Yeah, Grandma. they did. Yeah, I can feel uh, my my liver is a mess. My kidneys are off. Oh, goodness. goodness I only gracious. have a quarter of a lung. Oh, no. Barely breathing, huh? Yeah. Tell about how Bob Sagan got uh, Yeah, listen, Bob listen, your grandpa, your grandpa wants to tell you. Hey, hey, I'm here, hello. Oh, there oh, he is. is. Hey, Good listen, uh, Bob Sagan had that COVID uh-huh. uh, yeah. uh, like a week before he died. Uh-huh. I just wanted to okay. you know, be careful out there. Oh, I appreciate that, They're grandpa. running him up. All right, yeah. I got to go. And okay. listen, your grandpa doesn't want to tell you, but he's been peeing blood. No. Oh. You didn't tell him about me pissing blood, did you? I I just did. Oh, Grandma. We well, should, uh, should get that checked out. He's, uh, one of his arms stopped working. Oh, my God. That is true. That is true. You guys are quite a pair. Yeah. All right. Well, if you need anything, you let me know. Money. No, money. <laughs> yeah, it turns sure. out we spent our last that? dime. Oh, uh, sorry, Grandma. We're losing the we line We have got here. nothing I got, left. I got to go. I'm going oh, to a tunnel. Oh, right, bye. Ouch. For God's he didn't want to talk to you yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> your your grandfather loves you. And <laughs> the next conversation you have, they'll forget everything. Oh that yeah, they said. yeah, they'll tell you all about I it lost again. my yeah. leg. <laughs> what? Bob yeah. Saget died. Oh you yeah, did. you mentioned that, Grandpa. What? You mentioned that. I do. A, he I died. Do a, yeah. Yeah, Grandpa. I do he a radio. Did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jenna Jameson <laughs> can't walk. And what? Oh, yeah. I don't even <laughs> remember that. I um. I do a radio show, so I, we've covered that stuff, Grandpa. Oh, yeah, radio. I'm on the Finally radio. Finally made it. You remember I'm on the radio? Yeah, yeah, the radio show. Yeah, WJR. No, that's not it. That's wrong. That's not uh-huh. it. Uh huh. No, JP the, McCarthy. No, that's a long time ago. You on that show? No. Took <laughs> over for him. No, uh, I better get going. No, huh? you guys, take care of yourselves. Oh. See you soon. Oh. Stay safe. Okay, you too. Oh. You too. Grandma yeah. and Grandpa yeah. there on the line. Mm-hmm. A lot of troubles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so true. All right, let, let's lighten it up. Then. Okay, right, I guess. Up. Fine. Yeah, I was yes. trying to just lump together all the news that's going fine. on. That's that's fine. Fine. News, that's you know? fine. 
It sucks to be old. Listening to this show, you know old drivers can be real bad. Oh, yeah. We also have learned old pilots can be even worse. Yep. Scary concept. Yes. A pilot in his 70s huh? missed the airport. I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it anywhere. And crashed onto some railroad tracks. This is amazing video. Do you have it's, it? I do, and it's crazy. He is so lucky. So lucky. The officers arrived when they did. They pulled him out of that plane seconds before that train would have destroyed him and his oh, plane. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> he landed it on a train track. He landed and then a train and got him? And then a train, yes. <laughs> So, like, double bad luck. Yes. I see it uh, coming in for a landing gear. Uh, <laughs> looks weird. Is that a runway? Apparently. I think so. Sir, you're, you're heading right toward train tracks. Uh, huh? Uh, I'm going to put her down. <laughs> I'm going to put it down right there. That's train tracks. Oh. I said it right down right now. <laughs> I see you. I got it. <laughs> I got this. Been so flying yeah, a while. He crashed onto the railroad tracks, and yes. then luckily cops were there before it was smashed into pieces because he would have been a goner. Here's the story now from Inside Edition. Take a listen. Police officers were just in time to save a pilot whose plane went down near train tracks. LAPD officers responded to the scene in Pacoima where the pilot missed a landing at a nearby airport. He was injured, but officers (laughs) knew they had to move quickly as the train was coming. They pulled him out and dragged him away from the impending crash. No one else was in the plane, and the pilot was taken to a hospital where he was treated for his injuries. The wreckage of the plane remained on the tracks and shows just how devastating the crash could have been if it wasn't for some brave officers who were able to rescue this man before it was too late. That's seconds. Yeah, three, like three seconds. They yeah. got him out of there with three seconds to spare. If you haven't seen this video, it's up at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. You can go check it out. But you can look at it two ways, I guess. He's either extremely lucky or extremely unlucky. Yeah. yeah. Because he missed yeah. the runway and landed on train tracks of all places. And a train was, it wasn't like there was no train in sight. Because right. a lot of times that's the case. Right. <laughs> what are the chances a train is coming right then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or he's so lucky that he survived not just a plane crash, but also a train crash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he should just go to Bob Evans from the rest of the rest of it. <laughs> That's fine. Leave me alone. They say he'll survive. He did have some injuries from the plane crash. I bet. Uh, they don't list, though, exactly what they the injuries are. He looked pretty injured. Well, like yeah, his, pants were, his pants were completely torn all apart. So I don't know if he just wore torn apart pants. Most old guys don't. No. They have wonderful slacks. His pants were... I wonder if that's from them trying to get him out. That's why I wondered too. But so right. what, what kind of injuries did he have to say? It doesn't say. It doesn't yeah. list them. Doesn't list mm-hmm. to, at least the. I feel like his legs were not in great shape, but yeah, it looked like the one leg must have got pinned or mm-hmm. something. But time to give up flying. You know? Yeah. Well, we said that so many times to they old won't. pilots. They won't. He's that's, not giving up flying. No, that's their life, though. I'm just going to see if they have it here. What, uh... Like his injuries? His condition. Unknown mm. condition. Mm. 
Oh wow, is that the other That's side the of it? Other view. The... Yeah, it's it's incredibly, incredibly lucky man there that he survived a plane crash and a train crash in the same day. <laughs> is there a worse spot to land a plane? No, I no. don't think so. I don't think I mean, so. Maybe. Okay, no. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow, whoever was recording that almost got they killed. almost got killed by one of the wings that just flew off. Not a good mm. cops there. Wow. Mm-hmm. Stepped in to help that old guy because he wouldn't be with us anymore if they didn't. Well, uh, from that guy to another old dude who's making some headlines... Um, This would be hard to steal with a truck, never mind a four-door sedan. But the 60-year-old guy in Alabama got arrested because he decided he wanted a full set of metal bleachers (laughs) from a public park. (laughs) Yeah. So he just hooked them up to his trunk and thought he'd drag them down the street to his place. That didn't quite work out for him, though. Here's his story now from Fox 10. Take a listen. The picture tells the story. That's a set of stadium bleachers actually tied to that sedan being dragged down the road. According to Mobile Police, it's a theft in progress. And there was no trying to be covert about it. It all happened during the middle of the day. After seeing it scrape down the road, an officer pulled over the driver around 1230 yesterday afternoon. 60-year-old Michael McClellan arrested and booked into Metro Jail about 45 minutes later. We're told those bleachers stolen from Lions Park. All things considered, he made it pretty far, about a mile and a half here on Dr. Martin Luther King Avenue, just across the street from Catholic Cemetery. Of course, when that officer pulled him over, he had a lot of questions. Like, where are you going with those bleachers? What are you thinking? Did you really think no one would notice? You couldn't borrow a truck or trailer? All questions we still don't know the answers to. However, those bleachers now back at Lions Park where they belong, sitting next to another set that could have easily fit on the roof of the car. Tonight, McClellan remains in Metro, charged with theft of property first degree. I don't care about any of the questions they asked him. I wanted to know, what would you need a set of bleachers for in your backyard? One report claims it was for a party he was having. (laughs) Like, I'm going to have a bunch of people over and I'm going to have bleacher seating at it. You have a game plan <laughs> in the backyard? Saved yeah. you from getting Everybody a bunch watch. of chairs or renting a bunch of chairs. You just I have guess. some bleachers. Huh. Which would well, be great for my whole Indian family when they come over. I get bleachers. Bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> if you see a pair of bleachers being dragged down my street, look away. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's an odd thing to see. Just a what a weird thing yeah. to yeah, need. How much are bleachers? Like how much could I buy a set of bleachers I don't for? Think anyone's I think ever it'd be in the that, thousands, right? right? It would be bleachers. I know, it's, it's the most uncomfortable seating for that. that you could possibly get. Yeah, it's not great. Not great seating. I hate when I go to someone's house uh, outside and they have like metal, like, like uncomfortable seats. Eight twenty-five. There, we can get a nice it's, cheaper it's set. Like a, yeah, cheap. <laughs> the cheapest about eight twenty-five. The most expensive yeah. about twenty-five hundred. <laughs> You guys are yeah, right me and Lisa are working some stuff even. out over okay. here. Yeah. I was talking about uncomfortable seating when you go to someone's house. Don't you hate that? And you're sitting there oh, and yeah, outside the and they're uncomfortable metal chairs. That's, um, we hate that. It was actually <laughs> the way it was at my grandma's house all the time. So my grandma had the enough. Metal? No, but there was like one chair from like ni- 1910 mm. that whenever we would have a get together, be like, 
Oh, can you get the chair? I'm like, oh, here we go with the chair. The outside chairs? And, no, no, no. It was it for, for yeah. Chairs. This was for inside, but it was the most it's uncomfortable, uncomfortable chair. I hate those. The, there used to be these like really cheap folding chairs. Oh yeah, and it looked like the 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 cloth of it was made from the clothes of a homeless man. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I recall. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I hate those things. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you'd be worried the cloth was about to. Give. Oh yeah, and the yeah. metal itself didn't even seem very sturdy. I mean, I've always had fat guy chair. You do. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so how many are, how much are... Uh, About 800 to 1,000 for the cheapest. Much. For the cheapest. The the double uh, one, it looks like it's 2,400. They're a lot more expensive than I yeah, thought. That's yeah, that's why that guy was trying to steal them. Exactly. <laughs> that's crazy. He probably did. He was like, oh, I'll just uh, <laughs> I'll quick get a quick set of... Uh, oh, no, I won't. Yeah, <laughs> I got to steal me some. But hmm. just uh, tying wow. them to your trunk and dragging them down the street. Not the way to do it. No. Turns out. All right. This next story out of Boston is nuts. You guys in Boston, you take your parking spots seriously. What happens here apparently is they've had a big snowfall in Boston over the past few days. Okay. And someone cleared a spot for themselves. Well, this guy parked in that cleared out spot. Look, I cleared a spot. I cleared my own spot. Well, technically... It's I, not yours. Oh, right? okay. Okay. As far as I know. These may, people live around there? Yes. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is. But I, from what I assume, it's just like I clear a spot on the road that I normally park, but it's still just on the road. Yes. Anyone is available to park there. Uh-huh. Well, this guy in South Boston, his neighbors did not like the fact that he parked in a spot they cleared out and they let him know. Oh, they took care Wait of Wait till you see what they did. Here's the story. Oh, boy. From Boston 25 News. Let's take a listen in. 10 parking space payback, a car filled with snow. The owner thinks it's because he parked in someone else's shoveled out spot. This case of snow rage happened in South Boston, where snow residents rage. have been historically vicious after major snowstorms. Boston 25 News reporter Jason Law joins us live. And Jason, you spoke with the owner of that car and some major damage done here. Yeah, Mark and Vanessa, the inside of this guy's Jeep was trashed. And again, as you said, he thinks it's because he parked in a spot here that was shoveled out earlier in the day by somebody else. Now, we're going to show you what happened, but we got to tell you the details of what happened inside this guy's Wrangler are pretty gross. Around here, you park wherever you see a spot. Jay Hassey has lived in South Boston for six years, so he knows how precious parking spaces can be. But he still can't believe somebody did this to the inside of his Jeep. People are out of their minds. Hassey says somebody shoveled snow into the front and back seat of his Wrangler and then vomited inside, all because he parked oh in the wrong gosh. spot. It was absolutely destroyed. The inside, they just puked everywhere. And Hassey said it's not like he moved someone's space saver and stole a spot. He said there was no space saver. After Friday's snowstorm, someone took Hassey's parking space outside his home on D Street. So he parked in the next place he could find. It's just a terrible thing to do. Like, I, even if I did steal a space saver, which again, I did not steal a space saver. Even if I did, how is that the proper reaction? We showed pictures of he the damage to other saver. people in Hassie's neighborhood. A simple human shouldn't do that to somebody else. That's just rude and inconsiderate. That's gross. It's, it's, it's disgusting. And if you're wondering, no, Hassie didn't leave his Jeep unlocked. It has a soft top, so he says it's easy for anybody to get in and out. You hope people see this and treat their neighbors better? Oh, I honestly don't even care anymore. I went to an open house on Saturday. I'm getting the heck out of the city. (laughs) 
Cassie did file a police report with Boston Police. We talked with the department spokesperson. They could only tell us that it's an open investigation. It's going to cost Cassie $850, though, to have his Jeep detailed and cleaned out. Wow, that's cheaper than I thought. It looked more damaged. To get all yeah. that vomit and uh, everything out of there. Some snow, wet, and um, yeah, the vomit. Yeah, bad, bad reaction, but I he should not have taken... Somebody cleaned that out. I'm yeah. on, I'm on the okay, listen, I, I don't... You, the Boston, you folks in Boston have your own weird parking rules. You're allowed to put... You're That's allowed to right. claim your spot, right? You can put a space saver down. If you cleared a spot, anything like a, a baby carriage, a, a parking cone, a milk crate, you can oh, lay really? claim to it. If you've cleared it, apparently, legally, you can say, okay, I've, this is my spot hmm. that I've cleared out. Uh, he's saying he didn't remove it. Uh, Kareem's in Boston. You wanted to chime in on this. What's the story? Uh, I was just saying that it, it, in Southie, there has to be a safe space saver. If you shovel out your spot, you have three days to put a space saver, whatever, whatever it's a garbage can or whatever it is. But you you shovel out that spot, you take three hours to do it. You're going to put a space saver there. And you move someone's space saver, that's like... You're asking for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's so no moved, way people did it. this. Yeah, no. there's, there's, because he, there's he no just, way. He looked like he was a guy yes. who would move a space no, saver. Come on. No, he, he And did. even if I did, because he was like, and even if I did move a space saver, uh, it's a little he bit did. of a ridiculous reaction. <laughs> no. Um, I guarantee you right now you can drive through Southie, and there's, it showed last night there's not a single spot that's on the street without a space saver. Guaranteed. Yeah. And you spend that much time so- shoveling out snow, you're putting a space saver down. Absolutely, 100%. And then if someone's going to move my space saver, then you're asking for it. I, yeah. I, I, I come from Revere, and you move <laughs> someone's space saver, you're going to end up with flat tires. There's not a question about it. Yeah. <laughs> not a question about it. Right. All four, at least one side of your tires are gone. Like, expect that. Yeah. You, okay, like, congratulations, you, know, so you found a spot. Let me yeah. ask you this. Do you think it's acceptable that they uh, got into his car, filled it with snow, puked all over it, sprayed chocolate milk all over it? You think that's fair? You should have locked his car. Oh. Well, well he yeah. had a soft top. It was, soft che- top. it was cheaper, though, th- than the tires because those Jeep tires are expensive. Yes, thank so he you. Ended up I would winning. be like, thank you yeah. for not popping my tires. Yeah, yeah I, I, honestly, I would have just. You know, did one side of his tie and said, "There's a thousand bucks. Enjoy my spot." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he he was asking for it. Yeah, yeah, I guess he was. You know, yeah. And so, listen, someone took someone took his spot, so you know, probably he was, he was mad, and he's like, "I can't believe this." And then he realized, "I'm gonna have to do it to someone else." And yeah. the no. thing is, the no, neighborhood takes that. care of that, yeah, right? They do. It, it does. It really does, especially in Southie. All right, yeah. Kareem. Thanks for calling in, man. You have a good day. You too, brother. See ya. See ya. That is, uh, that's a rule I never knew that you could just lay claim to. People said they've seen gas grills, camping chairs, baby carriages, all sorts of things in spots to claim it. So as long as there's something on the road in that spot, then that's technically yours because you've cleared it. And everyone looks out who's in the neighborhood and is like, oh, that's Dave's carriage. (laughs) (laughs) That's his spot. Even if there wasn't a space saver, which I'm sure there was, but even if there wasn't, I would think you spent the time shoveling out that I'm not taking your spot, you know? Right, I know, but you know there but was okay, something so, there. You know yeah. there was something there. Yeah, I do. If, know where saying. are you supposed to park, though? Let's look at it from the other side here. You have to I, figure it out. Someone stole my spot. I'm driving around. To figure it There's out. too many baby carriages and bricks well, that's marking too bad. spots, you and gotta I got to figure park. it out. Yeah. He's moving what out of the city. Do? That's probably what he needs to do. Yeah. I, I mean, I couldn't live like that. I couldn't be hunting for spots. To get home. So what he should have done, though, 
is he should have stopped at his spot that he had cleared out or was saving and pulverized that person's car. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's how the neighborhood takes care of it. Uh, Mike's in Boston. You wanted to chime in on this, too. Yeah, the uh, the space savers, if the guy moved it, it's fine because they only put them in place for the snow emergencies, which they didn't do. So that guy's just a little hurt about it. So mm-hmm. there was no snow emergency when this happened? Yeah, you can only use space savers technically when there's a snow emergency in place. Okay, technically, place but actually, don't people use them anytime they clear a spot? Yeah, but everyone pushes them out of the way when there's no snow emergency. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so there's some gray area here. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fine. I think you better know what neighborhood you're doing right. in. Right. I think if you I better know what your chances. If you I know. push someone's space saver out of the way, I feel like I know something bad's going to happen to me. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Especially, like, Southie, when you when a neighborhood is known in, in like, TV shows and movies right. as a tough area, maybe don't do it there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> someone said, I know people in Southie who will call out sick if it's supposed to start snowing, so they have a good spot before it snows. See? Like, they don't want to move their car. Yeah. Right. It's a real nightmare over there. Lose that that spot. And I thought they just got something like nine inches of snow. I thought something only like that was... They were expecting it, but I think it was overblown. Okay. You know, some places got hit harder than others. Right. Um, Yeah, I guess you have it 72 hours, only if the mayor declares an emergency. Okay. Then you can claim a spot for up to 72 hours. Outside of that, you're not supposed to. But if it wasn't an emergency, then this poor guy has a point, I guess. But still. But still. But still. You're taking your life in your own hands. I'm looking at it from the person that spent the time shoveling that snow. It sucks shoveling snow. Yeah. That's your spot. Someone said, as a mass hole, I figure the guy's lucky he's not in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Count your blessings. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Ah, uh, that's different. It uh, could have been your blood so all over. Michael, you broke the space saver rule. Mm-hmm. I broke the rules. I knew them anyways, but I broke them. And what happened to you? Uh they they flattened both tires on my on the side of my car. Yep. I was there for maybe less than five minutes. I think we oh, talked five to the guy. Minutes? Yeah, I think no. we talked to the guy. Come on! <laughs> but it's, it's my fault. I know it, and I did it anyway. So you knew it. I, I drove away, and uh, I had to get my car fixed. That's my fault. My problem. I was wrong. I love that you're taking ownership for it. I love that you're taking ownership. You can't no one to blame yeah, but yourself. I tried to I ran into the boot store, I knew my size, said, Hey, I'll give you money, give me those boots, let me get out of here. <laughs> but then came That's out all it took. That's all it took. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, penis balls. Uh, uh, yes, penis Penis to you. <laughs> Thanks a lot for listening, dude. You have a good day. I'd almost have to keep a representative behind. You have to like, have a passenger. Yeah, to be like, he's yes. only he's just got five minutes. Boots. He's just five picking minutes. up boots. Relax, yeah. please. Five minutes tops. We'll be gone. You need the space. I'll move it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to take someone with you. Uh, Callie's in Boston. Hey. What do you think about this? I think it's garbage, honestly. I, well, I think the kid's garbage. But um, it's always been... Sorry. It's always been that you use a space saver, and it's just known. And then all of a sudden, all these yuppies started moving in, and they've been making the town bigger. You know what I mean? Like they're and they get all pissed, you know, PO'd because now we're still using our space saver. So then the mayor, you know, got into it and was like, "No, it's only on snow emergencies for twenty four hours." Blah blah blah. But it was never that way. Okay, so, so they don't know the old rules. Uh, they're the trying old, to change, yeah. change and it. And you saw them like, I did like that I'm privileged. I can, yeah, I can take that spot. 
And yeah. so now they all, you know, they piss and moan about it and they get their way. But meanwhile, mm. we're living in our own, you know, the old way, the way yep. it's supposed to be. Yeah. That's it. But yeah. It's like, I don't know why my car was destroyed. <laughs> uh, some guy said someone parked in his spot. He spent four hours cleaning. Oh, man. He oh left gosh. a space saver Four there. hours? Four hours took him to clean mm-hmm. it after a big snow emergency. Left a cone there as a space saver. He mm-hmm. went to pick up some takeout, came back. His neighbor had parked in his spot. Oh, I'd be so for the next eight months, I took my dog out at night. And I put dog poop on this car every night for eight months. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> eight revenge. months worth of revenge. That, that's what you happens. You are committed. That it, don't yes. you think if you if like you it's knew if you knew your neighbor, don't you think there's a lot of like Yeah, like hey. Hey, how you I doing? just shoveled that for four hours. Right. Yeah. Like they, I'll give you a chance, at least if you're my neighbor, I'll give you a chance to move it. <sighs> you know? Like I'd be like, hey, thanks. I I bet I know you were just holding my spot for me. <laughs> uh, Beverly, you've been a Southie for sixty five years. Yes. Oh, hey. Well, no, I'm only sixty two. Okay. But I grew up there. I grew up there my whole life. Okay. Okay. So, um, it was. It's the honor system in South Boston. So, growing up, you know, everyone had a parking spot. There wasn't a lot of cars. But over the past, no one ever knew what who what South Boston was. They're like, we're Southie, and then all of a sudden, you know, the people come in, they stop. You know, buying everything, breaking mm-hmm. everything down, putting up all these, you know, it looks like a mini Manhattan. It's like all condos everywhere. So a lot of people have two and three cars. So now space is very, very precious in South Boston. Okay. So, you know, when they declare a snow emergency, everyone's scrambling for a spot because Broadway has to be cleared. It's the main road. When they don't declare it, people still go and shovel out their spots. And people automatically put something, whether it's an air conditioner or a chair or a table. They put tables. They put, and I'll tell you why they put their broken air conditioners and stuff. Because they know after three days, the trucks are coming by and hauling the stuff. So they don't have to call the city to take it away. They're going to take it away anyway. Oh, they they put out something they want to get rid of anyway. Uh, Exactly. Wow, it's a double win. Trash removal and parking spot saver. Exactly. Okay, so, you know, when we we were working and we'd go to my friend's house and we were working, he was blind, and people were parked, you know, their space savers were there. What we did was we borrowed it during the day, and what we would do is we'd put a note in our window and say, I'm, you know, I'm at this address, this is my phone number, when you get home, please call, I'll come out and I'll move my car. Very simple, it worked perfect. People don't do it, but we always did it and never had a problem. But the other day, she did not declare a snow emergency. But that night on the news, they said, Michelle Wu did not declare a snow emergency, but she is still going to allow you to use your spot for three days. So she still still allowed it, Right. but there was no snow emergency. Mm -hmm. So... It's kind of, that guy probably should have just put a note. But people in Southie, I don't live in Southie anymore. It's just too expensive. But it's crazy there. Beverly, thanks it's for listening. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to be living there and having someone, you know, flatten your tires or break no, your window or go poop or something. Yeah. Thanks for calling so in, Beverly. Us. Thank you so <laughs> Thank much. You. you guys have a good day. You, you too. too. Bye. See ya. It's good to get the uh, expert there, Beverly, the Long-term knowledge that she has. Yeah.
It's just, you got to know what you're doing. It is so funny that like the, the whole neighborhood is changing. Yes. On everybody who's there. And like there's guys from Southie, they're like, I'm never leaving. <laughs> I would never leave. All these people are moving in. You know. Um, someone said for spot stealing, they actually call it the Chelsea Grand Slam, <laughs> which is four flat tires and a smash windshield. <laughs> <laughs> Give them the Chelsea Grand Slam. Yeah. Got to leave a note, I guess, according to Beverly. That's true. You think? I mean, you got to know. Grand Slammers are going to worry about a note? Yeah, well, no, they might because there might be like an honor system where they like they said, like, I'll, you call this number, I'll be there in two minutes, you I'll learned, get it like, out of there. So many stories. Used to live in Southie, broke the spot saver rule. My entire car got keyed. I learned my lesson. <laughs> like, they, they take ownership. Like, yeah. my, on me. I yep. did it. I wonder how long this guy's lived in South Boston. It doesn't it's seem insane. like, it doesn't it, seem like long. Yeah, it doesn't. To me. Hmm. Love to know what kind of jacket he had on. Uh, someone said a few years ago in Southie, I cleaned a spot for four hours. Left co. Oh, I, I read that. You already read yeah. that. I was like yeah. another four uh, hours. The one? One. Yeah. With the four hours. Uh, <laughs> Paul, uh, one more call here is with us in Boston. Hi, Paul. Hi. What's your comment? Um, I my brother back in the day used to go and um, these stole cones from Boston Edison and used to put that as space savers, so so no one would park in the spot in Boston. Well, yeah. I guess that's mm. the people would think it's legit, right? If yeah. It's, yeah, so yes. They, they, they would go and think that they were doing work on the street, and they'd leave it alone. He'd put it out before da, before the sunrise, and they would come home and he'd just take it and put it in his trunk. There's uh, thanks for calling into. There's a spot I pass or a street I pass every day, and there's a guy who I believe takes advantage of his position because he works for a phone company. Uh-huh. So he has a truck. I see the truck there all the time, but when I'm past during the day. To go home, there's two cones saving his spot on the street. They're the phone company cones. Oh, yeah. Then he is for sure, yeah. Right? So he's just, no one would take that. They would assume someone from the phone company is doing work or whatever. Yep. But it's just his, he's saving his spot every day by putting those in his spot when he leaves. Hmm. Yeah, that's what he's doing. That's not cool. But his neighbors, I'm sure, would catch on pretty quick. Yeah, and he probably doesn't live in a neighborhood where they're going to kill his car either, but... Yeah. You know, selfie, not the place to do it. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. Leave a rating for Dave and Chuck the Freak's Tasty Bits podcast on iTunes or Google Play. A real douchebag caused some trouble in first class on a British Airways flight. This high flyer went on a bizarre rampage that involved chucking chocolates at sleeping passengers, headbutting the flight attendants, and then breaking free of leg restraints to kick a couple of people. This is a first class guy? First class. Oh my God. 33 year old William Clegg has been charged with assaulting five flight attendants while flying home from San Jose, California to London Heathrow. I guess this guy travels a lot for work. He claims he had two Ambien. Mm-mm. Oh, well, there, there you go. go. That's all it takes. Uh, one 
tablet of Zopiclone known as Imavane. What's that for? Who knows? Zopiclone. <laughs> I'm not up on my drugs. Let's see. It's another sleep medicine. Oh. Okay. So two Ambien and another sleeping pill. Had three glasses of wine and two of those little bottles of Bailey's Irish cream. Jeez. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cabin crew were forced to physically restrain him after he put his shirt over a cabin crew member's head and pulled another member of staff to the ground. His lawyer is trying to say that he suffers from insomnia and epilepsy. And he uh, was dealing with the effects of having a high-powered job that involved travel to different countries and staying just for a short while. Well, it's possible that that's what he was trying to do, but, I mean, if you take certain sleep meds and don't go to sleep, they have crazy effects Crazy effects yeah, on mean, you. He did, like, he did, like, all the drugs of the desperate housewives all of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It sounds Wine, like... Bailey's. Um, yeah, sleep exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he couldn't sleep, so, I mean, like, for a while, maybe he was... So if you have insomnia for a bit, you can't sleep. It makes you crazy, too. And then on top of with the drugs. Yeah. And well, the desperate housewives drinks. <laughs> yeah. He got pissed that other people were sleeping, and that's when he grabbed some chocolates from the galley, and he decided to he whip them. He was mad at them? He was he mad was at the people that were asleep, jealous. so he started whipping chocolates at them. Oh, my God. On the plane. <laughs> that's, that's him. Dude. Huh? That's him. He looks yeah. like a douche. He does. Of course. Totally look He's like a He's a man douche. with an umbrella. Um, at one point he then said he wanted to go outside to see his friend and the flight attendant said sir we're 38,000 feet in the air Mm. that's how you know he's out of it too Mm -hmm. it's not making any sense Um, he was taken to the back of the plane to be restrained he tried to headbutt the flight attendant three times when they did that as they were trying to restrain him then he broke free and he hit another flight attendant Two other flight attendants were kicked when he tried to get free of the leg restraints. When they landed at London Heathrow, police were called and he was arrested. His lawyer says, in a nutshell, he believes he was having an epileptic fit and he couldn't remember what had taken place. Yeah, I don't think so. I think he just was on three sleeping meds and didn't fall asleep and that's and booze. And that's a bad mix. That's a bad mix. Oh, it's you know? a super bad mix. I can't imagine... Three sleeping pills, booze, combo. Well, like an Ambien does stuff to you. I don't know about the other thing, but like, I think some people will almost like hallucinate. Yeah, I think you trip out if you if you stay up. if you stay up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Heard it. like you will trip. So he was tripping, but is he responsible for his actions? If it well, was- you always are, right? You always are, no matter what. I mean, he's not really like I, I. You can understand. Okay, maybe he didn't mean to do half the stuff he did. Did you need the Baileys? <laughs> but it's yeah. so tasty. Yeah. It's so tasty in your coffee, Andy. It's like Delicious. the weakest drink out of all. Yeah, yeah. It is. Maybe yeah. you shouldn't have drank those Baileys. <laughs> and Gary. the coffee didn't help you sleep. <laughs> Gary has epilepsy. He's joining us. What do you think, man? Good morning. Uh, penis balls. Penis. penis. I am uh, epileptic, and I've been seeing a neurologist for over 10 years, and we got to the bottom of it. Each time I was noticing that I had a seizure at night, I was always sick. I was taking like NyQuil, Tylenol PMs, and everything like that. And one day in my neurologist's office, 
she was finishing up with our consultation and she said, remember, no NSAIDs. And I said, what is that? She says, anything that causes drowsiness, NyQuil, uh, medications that cause sleep, anything like that, you cannot take because it will trigger a seizure. Hmm. So you believe, believe this guy? So you think there's something to this then? Yeah, he couldn't have been taking sleeping meds because it would have triggered a seizure because I'm a, I'm a perfect example of it because I was doing it because I had colds and I was trying to get asleep or work. And each time that I was taking those things, they weren't regular seizures. They were just maybe once every couple of months. But each that, each that time, I was sick and take, taking those items. But you never like you never attacked people or start no, no, chucking no. chocolate at them or anything like that, right? <laughs> no, right. No, I have a, I have what's called the grand mal seizure. He could have been having like a focal seizure or something like that, but never where you get violent. All right, yeah. Gary. Thanks, man. I think uh, it wasn't so much as epilepsy that was coming into play here. I think it was. Just like real, real wasted. Yeah, yeah. first class booze dudes. and yeah. sleeping pill combo. Yep, sleeping pill combo, as we said, by itself would have been bad. But you had mm-hmm. some booze onto that, just made it worse. A lawyer who sued for fart harassment, yes, has lost his day in court. No, Tariq Mohammed filed suit against the Crown Prosecution Service after a colleague asked him to stop farting in the room where they work together. Mohammed says his ask ass was just the result of his. Heart medication. Yes. And the complaints against him were embarrassing and violated his dignity. The court found that asking someone to stop farting was not unreasonable. And the requests were made in the spirit of violating someone's dignity. Especially since it wasn't common knowledge that he was on medication that made him fart. They say... He contributed to the uncomfortable environment by overreacting to the request to stop farting. So he lost his day in court. Okay. So the people that were forced to smell his farts won. He sued for harassment. Yes. Right? So yes. technically, yes. I okay. guess. Or the company. Yeah. Or the place he was with. That's good for non-farters. That's a big win for non-farting <laughs> it is. people. It is a big, you know? win. big win. It is. It really it could have went the other way, and then all asses could have been loose. <laughs> Ass rights. You know? <laughs> it's fair to assume people shouldn't fart around you. Yeah. That's big. You should expect that mm-hmm. at your workplace. You can have a fart-free work zone. Yeah. Everyone deserves that, I think. That's what the courts think. What? Heart medication that causes gas. Let me see if this is a thing. Well. I've never heard of that. Excessive gas. There's so many. There's so many. Wow. So many. Aspirin, antacids, diarrhea medicines, of course. Opioid pain medicines, fiber supplements and bulking agents, multivitamins and iron pills. He could have been just taking an aspirin a day. Like, aspirin's on the list. Aspirin causes farts. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they, don't, they don't tell you that. No, they, they don't. No, they, they don't. don't mention that at all. Well, that's the number one, you know? Give and take with everything. Surprise everyone. antacids are on there. Isn't that yeah, supposed, supposed to, to help? 
yeah, it's supposed, it's supposed to fight. Well, but maybe they, they force. Maybe they force it out. Mm. Yeah, I think they do. Kind of make you and burp. acids. They make you burp. I don't know if they don't work it down the other way. Yeah, maybe that would cause that. Then. Oh yeah, there's a big list of drugs that cause farts. Like specifically, what are the things that were like sulf? Things at the bottom, like sulf isn't like that would cause a stinky fart. I think. I think that's just the name of the drug. Oh, I know, but usually it means it's what's in it. <laughs> if you have a coworker that's farting nonstop, good to know you can complain about them and not be sued. What did two cops do instead of responding to a 911 call? Well, two LAPD officers who were fired from their jobs in 2017 for looking for a Snorlax in Pokemon Go... Instead of responding to a call. How rare is a Snorlax, though? (laughs) Snorlax? Yeah. They've had their appeal for reinstatement denied by a California judge. (laughs) Oh, that sucks. You're both just huge nerds. (laughs) And you get to drive around all day. Yeah, but you ignored a call. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do that. Yeah. That's what you're getting paid to do. I need you to do that. You You gotta hit those little balls faster. The officer's squad car video cam showed the two officers, Louis Lozano and Eric Mitchell, ignoring a request for backup to play Pokemon Go. <laughs> I wonder how crazy the backup was. Officer down! Officer down! <laughs> yeah. We're playing out the goddamn war zone out here! Yeah, it's a Snorlock, though, or whatever. <laughs> Turn that down. Someone else will Oh, no! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the, just the cries for help. <laughs> yeah, just turn it, turn down. it down. The pair were stationed right near a robbery in progress, and the responding officers put out a call for backup. But these two guys ignored the call and left the area. When asked later why they hadn't responded to the call, they said it was loud and they couldn't hear it. Oh, but then they checked the in-car recording system. Yep, and it revealed they did hear the call, but said. Let's not go. Let's find that Snorlax. Yeah, I just put up one of those. <laughs> you, can put up, you can put up like a treat or something and it draws everything in. And my kids used to play it. So like they probably spent some money and sat in a zone and, and all the good stuff was coming towards them. So they were like, no, man, we can't. We can't leave. An extensive review of the in-car video system revealed that shortly after leaving the scene, the two officers could be heard discussing Pokemon Go, including a Snorlax that had appeared and the best route to catch it. Mm. How do we get the Snorlax? They continued to discuss Pokemon Go for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> when confronted, the officer said they were just talking about it. Oh, they yeah. weren't actually playing it. They tried to appeal on the grounds that the in-vehicle recordings were not meant to be used to monitor officers' conversations. But a judge ruled that premise was flawed and denied their appeal for reinstatement. I just think how bad the backup scene got. I know. <laughs> oh, Jim, no, go! Oh, I'm bleeding yeah. out! I'm watching him die! Yeah, I think there's like a... a so you're gonna be fine, bud! Like a scene in that movie Super Bad where like uh, Seth Rogen is a cop, and they do the same thing. They're like in the middle of like shooting bottles or whatever, and they turn down the radio, and you can hear like, "Oh God, his blood!" And they just turn it down. <laughs> same thing. You can't do it. No. You can't. 
Your buddies are requiring you to be their backup. Right. That's why they put the call out. You also have to maybe figure out who the huge nerds are. They can't be together. Split them up. They can't be together. You got to split them up. You and James could never be in a car together for many reasons, but that (laughs) being one of them. We'd have the buffest arms. (laughs) We'd also have the greatest collection of Pokemon. True. The buffest uh, arms. Yeah. All we do is curls and collect Pokemon. Well, curls or hand well, jobs. I was hand jobs. Yeah, that's I what I mean by curls. H-A's. Oh, that kind of curl, yes. Yeah. The man be curl. some different man, manly curl. In-car video they'd have to watch. Yeah. You turn the camera off, right? Someone said, in nah. their defense, you don't come across Snorlax often. No, yeah, so. I was just looking it up. It's very rare. It's a very rare Pokemon. So it they is, must have uh, used all the incense and the lures. That's what I mean. Out, See, they know? had all those lures set. Mm. A lot of stuff to walk away from. We told you last week that a bunch of Canadians decided to get a chartered plane trip to Cancun. Yes. Right? And then tape got out. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Some idiot posted on Instagram of everyone partying on the plane without masks and drinking and going nuts. So the company that let them use the plane, charter the plane, decided we're not going to let you fly home on our airline. Right. They canceled their return flight. They are still stuck in Cancun. Could be mm. worse. Imagine. I mean, it could be worse. Yeah, You're in Cancun. Could, yeah. But yeah. I mean, like you do have to get back to normal have? life. Yeah. Being locked in your house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're probably yeah, kind of. They're, they're not in a hurry to get back to Cancun. Well, some of them are. Some of them are oh, tweeting well, out that they need help. They need to find a way back home. Because um, not everyone was cool with it. This guy, these. Party planner. Yeah. Um, he has, uh, it's a private club. He planned this all-inclusive seven-day New Year's party in Mexico. Hmm. One of the youngest passengers was 19, a first-time flyer. She said, I was expecting a relaxing week where I was going to be careful. Turns out this has turned out to be a very expensive trip. And I still don't know when I'll be able to get home. Well, that's it. That's the, a pri- the price of it, to stay there. Yeah. I'm basically living there now. You're moving to Mexico. (laughs) Uh, Sunwing stated that they uh, were canceling group's return flight to Canada. And once the other Canadian airlines found out about it, they followed suit. They issued statements saying they would refuse return tickets. Oh, my God, no. To uh, all the dozens of people associated with the group from flying back. Well, that's what sucks. It's all of Canada's gotten behind... Just making these people stay there. That's it. According to Transport Canada, any passengers that violated the Aeronautics Act for acting in an unruly or dangerous behavior could face a fine up to $100,000 and or five years in prison. They're launching an investigation. Wow. Uh, 27 of the 130 passengers are facing hefty fines already. Oh, my gosh. This is the worst trip. They, They should have known, though, like... Canada is not afraid to fine you. They are not afraid to levy a gigantic fine against you. 30 people on that flight have contracted COVID so far. Oh, we'll never get back into Canada. No. Forget it. Um, And they have yet to find a way to get back. They're trying to see if they can connect through the U.S. That's what what they have to do. Words out. Their names, they have the names of everyone that was what, on the that. U.S. won't let them come here either? Well, no, the airlines are saying no. <laughs> oh we don't want God. you on our planes. I mean, you, what are they going to have to do? They're going to have to go like coyote style? They're going <laughs> to be in the back Cross of the border. Uh, get cars, you know, drive, <laughs> jump imagine, the border. Imagine they're going to have to climb Trump's fence. How are you going to do that? Get your ass in the old submarine. 
Canadians yeah. trying to <laughs> yeah. cross the oh, border. How's she going, Eddie? We just need to get home, man. It's been a pretty crazy since all the Canadians have showed up. <laughs> They're trying to hop the fence with us. <laughs> They're taking up all the spots. Get some help from El Chapo. Yeah. Yeah. Get in the submarine. What if you were just on that plane and you weren't participating in the part? Everybody was in the yeah. In the it was a charter, yeah. so it was only people involved with this group that were on the plane. Yeah, if, if you, you were just like a, sitting there and you know everybody there was were. partying around, you, you know there were people just were trying sitting to there. be like you know do the right thing, and yeah. then now you're grouped in with this whole thing. I don't know if that that was even the case, but I would be desperately trying to find a video that proved that I was just sitting look, there. Look I know because I don't want a hundred thousand dollar fine and up to five years in jail. Nope, I don't want that. It's a weird time. It really I mean, is. listen, I get it. It's not cool for some people, but you have some drinks on a plane and get dance around on a chartered plane that you paid for. You bought the whole does it flight seem out. Like an overreaction? Yes, like, it does for sure. You know, like, let like, the people home for like, God's sake. By Canada, home, yes, them. but they're overreacting with everything right and now. They, they are. Yes, you they know. are. Let the people but, but, go home. But the airlines won't even let them come into the U.S. No, I know. That's what I don't like, understand. Like, I can't believe there isn't, like, go fly to Florida. F- like, yeah, Florida will let you in. Sure. Fly go to Florida and then, and then rent a car. But it's not Florida. It's apparently the airlines that are saying, no, you yeah. can't. You've been on a, these people put you on a no-fly list. Spirit so we're not. won't let them on? Oh, God, Spirit let anyone on. Well, Spirit's. <laughs> Spirit, please. Can, I, can you give me all? Spirit flies They're to Cancun. <laughs> They're canceling Could you imagine flights? having to say that? <laughs> no. No, Please, they probably have had offers from spirit and they're like no 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 no, no. <laughs> never mind we'll yeah, no, no, stay no, no, in no. mexico no we're good but yeah they didn't kill people no. they charged no. a plane and they had a party irresponsible young during covid i guess but just let them come back to their damn home <laughs> And yeah. then make them quarantine or whatever yeah, you want to do when they get quarantine, back. Yeah. Fine, you oh can my do gosh, whatever the, what all the Canadian do. rules are, but Jeez. up until then, let them come home. Crazy. How do you how do you just leave people somewhere? I don't know. People have That's jobs. Awful. It is crazy. Getting stranded somewhere. You, know, you don't expect to go on a vacation and be stuck in that place no. for a month. Who would have thought we'd have to save Canadians from <laughs> from Cancun? <laughs> <laughs> Let them free. Yeah. Let them free. Oh, how she go? But then, like, there's probably all of Canada hates these people. I, I'd oh, almost no, Canada, no, no like Canada. I bet Just almost the most all of Canada. Canadians <laughs> bet they hate them. Man, come on, like, partiers. <laughs> Screw you for wanting to party yeah. after being locked up for two years, eh? Hope you die from COVID. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> come on, it's nuts. Yeah, and they they're coming from. Um, Quebec, which is in a complete oh, lockdown state right now, that's right? Oh, to that's make it, to make it I didn't worse. realize it was oh, Quebec. They have a curfew in place. Is that like, the place where the dog walking was? You can't walk your dog? Somebody yes. tagged me in that. That was oh, it. Wow. They then changed it. Oh, they did? Okay. Yes. okay. They said at first, you can't even walk your dog after, after 10 p.m. S- yeah. But then they realized, well, this, is, this is ridiculous. Yeah, we that gotta, is. See, there's a out. lot of this going on over there. But they're not, you know... Trying to get out of Afghanistan, they're trying just no. to get back no. to Canada. No, no what are they going to do? They're going to have to like <laughs> take a cruise. I mean, they're going to have to jump on a cruise or charter a bus. A bus? Oh, well, you can't. That's, just, you that's how you die. You can't take a Mexican bus. If no airline is going to let you out. Like you, I your know. other option is land, right? That's your only. Well, that or the sea. And I don't no, know. Don't about you got to drive through Mexico? Yeah. Oh my God! Oh, that's the scary. second. Yeah. There's no way. Leave the resort and forget it. 
But we're going on two weeks now, and they still can't get out. Yeah. Like, i got to get back to life. I have yes. responsibilities. How I are they family. paying to stay there? They're just... You have to expand. Yeah. You got to keep paying for that room you need. Yeah, maybe you go to a, a cheaper think, one. Yeah, oh, probably the same place that me and my broke. buddies went to mm. the first time. The oh. place that the airline that bumped us tried to put us up, where oh. the door came off in my hand. Exactly. There's plenty of places you can stay for cheap. Their Real whole life cheap. has changed because of this trip. They're going to be in debt, and yep. the, all of Canada hates them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. They're on like no fly list right. for the rest no of their fly life. List. They're banned from every Tim Hortons. Yeah. Oh, no my. double double for you, eh? That's next. Oh, hold on, eh? Almost gave you those. Were you the one of those Cancuners? Get out of here, eh? Get out of here. Buzz off, hoser. I couldn't even get a double double today. Of course you can't, Cancuner. I've got to leave Canada. <laughs> What they should do is just try to contact other Canadians and have those Canadians fly in with a plane ticket somehow. Right? Like, I don't know. I don't there would know. be a million Canadians that would, would would trade life with these people right now. I know oh, a lot have, of Canadians oh, sure. that would trade yeah, life. A little bit of freedom. Yeah. Freedom. Yeah. And so... But they're still, so. if you're banned from the airlines, you're not going anywhere. No, that's it. They have all their names. That's, that's why it. they can't book individually or oh. anything because <laughs> to oh, that's get so new crazy. identities. How <laughs> we get Your that name, to go? Uh, Mason, we change you. <laughs> <laughs> you, are not, you are Canadian. <laughs> but you look a little different. <laughs> Give them disguises. Yeah. yeah. New ID. Oh. Mexican getaway leads yeah. to a whole new life. Yeah. But you got to just come across. You got to just drive across the border somehow. You got to figure it out. Come on. Where? How? There's. You can. I mean, where's the closest? Can I tell you? From can I tell you how dangerous do you think the bus trip exactly, is? Exactly. That's Cancun what I'm saying. You'll never survive to the that. border town that you have to cross into the United States. No. I mean, you'll not. No way. And you have to look, look at that. At it's only a 63 hour trip. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Only sixty-three hours. Look at him. Like, okay, so at what point do you think the whole bus is shot and killed? Well, there's you got to go through a large part of Mexico. Oh, it's maybe, much further. Oh, maybe they could get on a cruise. That's what I said. Yeah, he you said, get he on said a cruise. He you said can't that. get on in Cancun. I don't no. think. No, you're, like, you're you, the expert. You, I don't know. You no, know, you start in the U.S. and <laughs> then yeah. you hop on. I don't know <laughs> how. Their best bet is to work their way up with the cartel. <laughs> yes, exactly. They're like start yeah, start smuggle something here and there, and then and then. And that's what I'm up. like for my, my one week trip Dude, to Mexico. I'm now I, a drug smuggler. Yeah, they're probably yeah. like getting a knock on the door. Like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lisa, you guys want to get home? We got a great way for you to get home. Got a yacht. You just have to put this in your butt. They need a boat. They do. They you need something. Swim, swim across to Florida. Because <laughs> it's closer with the water. You can't drive. Oh, build so a raft far. like the, uh, the Cubans used to. Yep. Oh, my God. Mm, no. What a life they have now. I know. Someone said, as a fellow uh, female, Lisa, what about, how did you pack for this? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. No. You have to find a Mexican laundromat. Oh, my right? gosh. Yeah, you have to do laundry. Yeah. <sighs> uh, it would be kind of funny to see people going through their clothes. Because, you know, they had to bring, like, dressy clothes. So then just on certain days, like, on certain random, it's a Thursday afternoon, but you're, like, dressed to the nines. Because yeah, it's the only your... thing that's clean. 
Mm. You're like, oh well. Since they're so like <laughs> Canadians are so nice, they're like, we're looking for the Sinaloa cartel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they could help. Or I'm just staying and running the jet skis. And, oh, right? that's it. Oh, yeah, she going? Like, hey, oh, oh yeah, hundred bucks a day, an hour or two. Yeah, <laughs> you have to get a job. <laughs> Dave selling street meat. <laughs> Oh, she's she going? Going? I'm not sure what exactly it is, eh? <laughs> but Should it's okay. meat of some kind. Yeah. Eh? You want a meat burger? Uh, yeah, man. No one is helping these people from Quebec. Do we have any names on them or who they are? Are they on social media? Are they well, documenting that one person their trip? Their, their, their struggles? <laughs> it comes right up. <laughs> it comes right up. Canadian influencer. Oh, they did they get to go home? A party mess. They're now stranded. No, not stranded. No, they're still. What does it say? They call it slap in the face to other Canadians. Oh, slap in the gosh. face. Eh? The, oh, pri- the prime minister has spoken no. out. Oh, okay, it. so this is what I'm saying. Like, there is a group of Canadians, oh, a large group of Canadians that hate these people. Because the, they party. The prime minister is against them. We hope they die. Look, eh? here's the other Canadian airline. Uh, we are aware of the situation regarding disruptive passengers who have traveled to Cancun and are now attempting to return to Canada on our flights. We confirm they will be denied boarding based on our legal and regulatory obligations to ensure the safety of both our passengers and crew, which is our top priority. Don't you just say, we understand that you were a problem. If you do anything on our flight on the way home, it's like six times the penalty. Is this the guy that... Mike guy? Oh, no, man. he's he's uh, he's he? just copied this guy's oh, okay. like TikTok or something. Yeah, trying to figure out who out. the influencers are. Mm. If we think we should, I want to judge if we they should, should stay. Or if, I'm a huge Canadian travel influencer, eh? <laughs> or let them come back in because if we see them, we may change our minds. Be like, nah, just leave. Oh there. yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, though, you still deserve the right still, to return I to your agree. own country. Yeah. I absolutely come on. Agree. No matter if you had a couple of drinks and partied on a plane, <laughs> yeah, it is amazing. They're like, you can return, eh? You just got to find your own way. <laughs> Good luck, and no one will let them. No, and that's it. They've all kind of banded against them. Because they probably said to all those airlines, which, by the way, the Canadian government funded through this whole ordeal. Yeah. Hey, you oh, don't let them on it. Eh? they own them. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm sure that's how it worked. Coming up, those Fugan Italians. How was a mafia member done in by Google Maps? Let's find out. Those Fugan Italians. Convicted mobster. Giacchino Gamino. He's been on the run as one of Italy's most wanted gangsters after he escaped from jail in 2002. Oh, wow. That all just ended, though, when cops were able to ID his location with Google Maps. A screenshot showed two men chatting outside a fruit and veggie shop. One of them they recognized as Gamino. Here's the picture. Mm. Hey, there's Gamino. (laughs) That's him. Once his location was confirmed, the cops showed up and slapped on the cuffs. Wow. His first question was, how did you find me? Yeah, because he has to find out whether or not he has to kill the guy at the fruit stand. Mm -hmm. He says, I haven't even called my family in 10 years. How is this possible? Google Maps. We put this up at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com if you want to go check out the picture. I'd be very nervous if I was the other person in the fruit stand. I would too. Yeah. I would too. 
But it's not. Someone was just on Google Maps and saw it. Who are these people that just... There's, I don't I know. know. I think that spend hours and hours and hours on this Google thing. I know. Thing and they find the weirdest stuff. It's not for me. No, <laughs> no. But okay. then to be like, I think that might be the uh, a gangster. <laughs> Can I tell you what I'm not doing? Wanted gangster. So I'm just perusing. I don't know why I'm trying to find a place. And I'm like, click, 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 click. If I saw a gangster, I click right on past that. <laughs> well, you're not a police officer. So yeah. it was a cop that did That's this? That's what they say. Okay. Uh-huh. That's what they say. Because if it's a random citizen, what are you thinking? Yeah, that's insane behavior. Or someone reported it to the cops that they saw him on Google Maps. I wouldn't even do that. I no. wouldn't do that either. I wouldn't yeah. even do that. It's, it's risky. cop work, though. It is. Yeah. But he's been on the run for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Just ended. Technology. <laughs> I, guess, I guess cops are, they probably, it's probably a spot. You know, Probably. Like, it's, so a they want to stand. It it's a fruit stand. You know where I bet they won't see the Google car anymore? Is that it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're right. yeah Try driving you're the right. Google car through Drive there. Drive it through yeah. me now. Uh, take you some pictures. <laughs> yep. Riddled with gunfire. <laughs> Thanks for checking out the Dave and Chuck the Freak Tasty Bits podcast. If you want to hear the entire Dave and Chuck the Freak show from today, subscribe and download the podcast now from the Apple Podcast app or the Google Play Store.